Hello! Welcome to Seasons, A Year in Movies. I'm Jacob. And I'm Emma. And we're here talking about Return of the Jedi. Hell yeah. Which is, uh... A good freaking movie. A good freaking movie. Um, that I think, I don't know, it's kind of a, it's kind of a key for all these movies that makes them all make sense. Makes them all worth it. (laughs) Yeah. Honestly. Right. Anyway, I mean, we'll get into this, but I, I really like the way uh, the prequels are interacting with this movie um, in a big way. And, uh, yeah, it's very good, and it's all good. All of it's good. All of it's good. There's some superficial stuff that I get that bothers people, but, <laughs> like, this movie's 100% good. Yeah. I, I don't understand people who don't like this movie. I feel like maybe their hearts just aren't in it. Yeah, that's fair. I mean, I feel like there are parts where this movie's heart maybe isn't quite in it. <laughs> Which we'll actually get to in just a second as we talk about our yikes and likes. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, so Emma, do you want to start with your like? Sure. Um, <laughs> my like is there's an elevator. <laughs> <laughs> it's a good elevator. It's an extremely um, good elevator. The elevator that vader and luke right up to like the emperor's uh chambers it has these little red bars on it (laughs) indicating that the elevator's gone up and they're beautiful and aesthetically pleasing and i really love them a lot that's it (laughs) that's they're good it's a perfect thing for a like is what Mm -hmm. you need to talk about it Mm -hmm. all right how about your yike oh my yike is i think like we can get into this a little bit Mm -hmm. later yeah we can um but Oh, the scene is the scene after uh you know, Luke talks to Leia, um, and tells her that Vader's his father, um that, you know, she's uh, his sister, and then he like goes off and leaves and Han comes up and he's all grumpy because Leia's being like melodramatic, um, and Han's like being all sassy, um, and jealous of Luke and it's just like the dialogue there is bad. Maybe the acting bad. on both of their parts is bad. Like, I do think it is funny that, like, and good that Han immediately apologizes <laughs> yeah, it's good. for being an idiot. But, yeah. But it's, like, it it just feels well, it's also, so unnecessary. It's just weird. I mean, especially since, like, I mean, I guess you can kind of tell to some degree that, like, I, I don't think when, you know, Lawrence Kasdan and whoever the, I don't remember who the co-writer is on Empire Strikes know. Back. Or, like, George Lucas, there's a story credit, you know, mm-hmm. on, on that movie. Um. We're like, okay, when Leia kisses Luke, she's kissing her brother, you know? <laughs> but, like, they sort of have to still, like, work with this angle that, like, Han's worried about Luke being yeah. interested in Leia. And it's just really weird. Yeah. Yeah. Could you tell Luke? Is that who you could tell? <laughs> no, please. Is that who you could tell, Emma? Please. <laughs> yeah, I, I don't like it. It's, it's <laughs> don't, bad. It's bad. It's, yeah. Yeah. It's my yike. It's uh, yike. Yeah, it just, it just feels... Uh, very like generic it's like if you have you know two dudes and a girl like there's got to be drama mm-hmm. uh even though no it's not great even though you know one guy is in you know a committed relationship <laughs> uh and the other guy you know is not into her and is her brother <laughs> yeah yep <laughs> <laughs> so yeah. it's a yike that's a yike mm-hmm all right, so uh, my yike 
is yeah this is real short but there's this tweet like dancer who gets eaten by the rancor in like the first 20 minutes of this movie mm-hmm. and i think that's dumb and bad and there mm-hmm. are other ways to foreshadow the rancor than just having this like female character especially one that's like enslaved enslaved and like weirdly and sexualized yeah and just being murdered that's not great nope um my my like is at the very so the opening of the movie is uh, Vader coming to inspect the the construction of the second Death Star, yes. which again, the second Death Star is bad. Mm-hmm. Um, I think we can all agree about that. Yeah. But this like kind of like clueless Imperial officer is like, oh, we're you know working and we're doing we're doing all we can. And the Emperor's like, and Vader's like, the Emperor's coming, and he's like, oh no. And then yeah, Vader says, the Emperor is not as forgiving as I am. <laughs> and it's yeah, it's probably a terrible Vader voice, but it's so good. Like it's I love so good. how much in that line, like Vader's personality mm-hmm. and the Emperor, like it's just so much is communicated. Yeah. It's extremely good. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. And it's a perfect little moment. Extremely dramatic, but he also gets the job done. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Well, I love, like, I don't know. Um, I feel like the, this is going a little bit of a tangent, but the choke on your aspirations line from Rogue oh One my gosh, yeah. was controversial. But like, yeah, that's stuff, good. It's exactly in line with stuff like this. Yeah, no, you know? for sure, for mm-hmm. sure. Uh, yeah, we will get to that. All right, but okay, so I think we're just gonna kind of go through this movie semi chronologically, and we'll mm-hmm. see where things lead us. Mm-hmm. Um, but I want to dig into Jabba's palace because mm-hmm. I feel like this is a section of the movie. People have lots of problems with, and it, mm-hmm. it's got issues, right? Yeah. It is, it's weird in terms of the pacing, mm-hmm. um, but I actually think it does a lot of really mm-hmm. important character work that needs to be done, and that contextualizes the rest of the movie in a really big way. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah. Like, I mean, Luke is the big example of this, because, like, yeah, like the begin where Luke is at the beginning of the sequence is totally different than where he is at the end of Empire Strikes Back. Oh, yeah. And mm-hmm. I think it, it it does it in a way that I think feels earned. It doesn't feel like it comes out of nowhere. Oh, yeah. No, yeah. I I wrote down in my notes, like, after Han wakes up and he's, like, reunited with Luke, and he's kind of, like, surprised by this new Luke because, you know, yeah. he hasn't seen him in years. Right. Um, and stuff. And I was just thinking like, yeah, like Han doesn't know who this Luke is and neither really do we. Right. Like this yeah. is kind of like a very new Well, I really like thing that, for him. I mean, I, I feel like that scene where he first shows up at Jabba's palace mm-hmm. and like chokes out the Gamorrean guards. It's so like, good. is really freaky. Like you're, <laughs> and I think like, I don't, you know, it's hard to know like how people would react to it at the time, but I think it is supposed to be like, wait, what's going on with Luke? Yeah. And, like, is he becoming, like, his father, right? No, and it's, like, watching it right after Revenge of the Sith, it's like, oh, yeah, that's Anakin's boy right, right there. <laughs> right there. And, yeah, and I think he even says, like, you underestimate my power. I mean, something <laughs> like that at some point, mm-hmm. you know, to Jabba, right? Oh, yeah. That, like, no, he's, like, trying to intimidate him, and Jabba's not really buying it yeah. uh, mm-hmm. at first. But, right. but he's... Yeah, well, I also think it's it's interesting how... I mean, and I, I feel like it's like every major character is deferred, you know, mm-hmm. like we don't get to be with them mm-hmm. for like, yeah, part like the first opening, like we're obviously with, we're with C-3PO and R2-D2 right away, mm-hmm. right? But then like, I think it's like Leia, then Lando, no, Chewbacca. I don't remember the whole lineup, yeah. right? But it's like, yeah. No, we get to see like little bits of everything, of all of them, but 
what I think is great in this scene is like, um, especially once um, things like go down, yeah. um, down, you know, by the, by the pit, um, mm, right. and things go crazy. Like everyone's actions like are totally in line with them. Like Luke has like this plan that he's like thought out, right. um, and is like meticulously trying to follow and do all these things. And Leia like acts quickly because she's still like chained up and she like sees her moment and takes it uh and then han is just kind of scrambling around yeah um same well, with lando oh uh, yeah well i really and, like i really like han i mean it's actually kind of i mean like it's it's weird because leia i mean i think leia's role in all this is weird uh, mm-hmm. because she gets she gets captured but she does get a like choke yaba out yeah. jabba out which is glorious mm-hmm. right um uh, but it's also nice like Han is helpless. Yeah. Right? And like they help each other. Mm-hmm. And I think actually that scene where he where she goes in disguised and like yeah. you know deactivates the carbonite and stuff is actually really really tender and mm-hmm. nice and like um like really feel like yeah, it feels like a moment where she's taking control of that relationship. Yeah. Right? Which I think is actually a thread in this movie because we talked a little bit not a lot, but a little bit in Empire Strikes Back about how like that relationship doesn't quite or like not all of it works Mm -hmm. you know but i think in this movie like there's a there's some like maturity to the relationship with the exception of this scene (laughs) we already talked about yeah that really carries through in a in a really good way Mm -hmm. yeah and i just i just love yeah the idea people are like han is so cool and smooth and suave and like he's he's cool yeah in that like he does like he doesn't really know what he's doing no. But he keeps trying. Right, um, yeah. And, like, you know, by this point, like, he's learned to work with people. Um, and, you know, he's, like, not out for himself anymore. So he's, like, yeah. just doing his best. Well, I really I really like that scene with him and Lando, where Lando's going to pilot the Millennium Falcon. Oh, and, and he gives, he, like, is so sad, but he's, yeah. like... Well, he's, he's like, a little kid. He's, like, yeah. nervous that his friend's going to break his favorite toy. I know. You know? And, like, that. the thing is, it's I don't mean that in, a, like, a demeaning way, necessarily. Yeah, right? it's, but it's like, just like, it's pure. Right, that Han's, Han's not this, like, manly man yeah. dude. That he's just like yeah he's scrambling and and confused and like mm-hmm. conflicted in many ways and I think that that plays a little bit more to like the thematics of the movie and Empire Strikes Back but it's still in this movie in mm-hmm. a good way yeah um, and I also really like I think the I mean we're getting a little bit ahead of ourselves here but the reversal of the I love you I know moment oh my god is actually that's, really nice that's yeah real nice right like I think like I don't know I feel like this movie like even though it's a lot of Leia's role in it is defined by her relationship with other characters, although mm-hmm. not as much as we thought, I think. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, it still, like, goes out of its way to give herself a lot of agency mm-hmm. and power in those relationships. Yeah. And that it's, like, it's, like, you know, mutually respectful. And she's not, she's not like, an object in mm-hmm. either of her relationship to Luke or relationship to Han. Yeah. No, the way I kind of saw it is, like, yeah, this movie tries its darndest... Uh, to, like, make Leia, you know, uh, more of a side character, like, you know, shift some of the power, but, like, you know, you can't take that away from you her. Can't take, yeah, she'll grab it back. Yeah. It's, I mean, it's true, yeah, mm-hmm. and I think, like, I mean, you've pointed out, I think, earlier in the podcast, and, and a lot of times when we've been talking about Star Wars, that she's not a general in this movie, but Lando oh, and Han are, I, <laughs> you know? It doesn't make any sense! Yeah. Oh, ugh. Just and like, but yeah, I just I wish at least like I mean, there's a way I think you could do that, 
if you like invoke <laughs> some sort of rank or something, you know? Yeah. But it's weird that yeah, like it's you know, weird. It's still and the again, dynamic of that is very gendered for sure. Oh yeah. For oh gosh. Yeah. I mean like it's it's like a cute and good moment when she's like, Count me in, general, uh, but then I just get all huffy. <laughs> yeah, right. Like, mm-hmm. She should, you know, be the yeah. general. Um, right. Although well, I do like, you know, that like Han signed up, signed himself up for this like crazy mission. Yeah. Uh, and also didn't like sign up Chewie automatically for it. Oh yeah. Because Chewie has his own agency. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Okay. There was a there was a Polygon article from around when Solo came out that was like Solo is the first movie where Chewie is not just a dog, and I was like, this is the worst take. <laughs> Ever. Yeah. Because, yeah, like, there's plenty of moments like this mm-hmm. that, like, make him more than that. Yeah. You know? Yeah, Han's like, oh, like, I yeah. didn't want to assume that you wanted to, like, go do on this, this dangerous mission thing. with yeah. me. And Chewie's like, what are you talking about? You know? Yeah, right. Of course. Because, like, yeah. Yeah, know, because. He's yeah. like, I'll go with you, you know, because I want to. They're partners, yeah. Yeah. They're, they have oh, a. Oh, yeah. it's so good when Chewie sees Han for the first time. Going back to Jabba's palace. Oh, yeah. Oh, my gosh. Yeah, well, I think something we talked about, and I think actually the Jabba's palace scene, like, brings this out. Mm-hmm. Um, uh, is, well, oh, man, there's, I just have a couple moments flying through my head. Is that this is a movie about people that really love each other. Oh, yeah. And that are, like, trying to take care of each mm-hmm. other. I mean, that's all of Star Wars, but, like, this is the movie. Right. Well, it's sort of like the relationships are established. Like, I, I love there's yeah. this great beat in Jabba's palace when, after Luke beats the Rancor, they're being dragged to go see Jabba. Mm-hmm. And, like, he's like, oh, man, I can't remember the exact <laughs> wording. But, like, Luke is like, oh, we're in trouble. And, like, Han's like, oh, what else is new? You know, <laughs> yeah. it's more clever. It's cleverer than that. Yeah. But it's such a, like, good beat. Because, like, they just have this rapport. They have a yeah. relationship that's no, very they're, established. They're just, like, little Luke's, uh, little looks like between Luke and Leia and Han like between all the three of them throughout this movie that just do so much more than like literally anything in the prequels <laughs> because yeah. like no, the true. relationships yeah like he said are established and they matter and like we know oh gosh there's like a good bit where like they're in on Endor and Han goes off to do his own thing and like Luke and Leia just like look at each other they're like <laughs> oh we love Han and like he's kind of crazy <laughs> yeah he's gonna um, get himself in so, trouble yeah and it's like yeah they can just look at each other and you know like so much about these characters and what they mean to each other and how much they love each other um and I just wish some of that was in the prequels yeah <laughs> a little think, bit more I mean part of it is it's yeah to the to the to sort of defense of the prequels it, mm-hmm. it is their movies about things falling apart. Yeah. And I think it's harder to get that kind of core dynamic, right? Mm-hmm. Um, but it's still, like, yeah, like, if we really believed in, you know, Anakin and Obi-Wan's relationship, mm-hmm. then... Yeah. We would, uh, that, that yeah. Mm-hmm. Revenge of Sith would be a better movie. Yeah. And yeah, um, I, we were quite enthusiastic on the last podcast, and now, like, time has passed where I still think... Yeah, the prequels are, like, much more interesting uh, and have a lot more going on than people yeah. usually assume, but uh, I think some of the glimmer has yeah. gone off. I, I mean, I, I still, I think I still really like it. But I was, already, I was already warmer on Revenge of the Sith than you. Yeah. And, like, anyway, man, I don't, yeah, I don't want to launch into this just yet, but I really like 
the things that these two those two movies interact mm-hmm. and i think they like yes. they enhance each other in a big yeah, way yeah no i'm really glad that we did this order and watched return of the jedi after revenge yeah i think it's really good um i feel like something else i wanted to say about han and luke and leia also i really like lando i mean he doesn't get a lot to do in this movie Mm -hmm. he's fun but i like him a lot he's fun and cute yeah i like his uh alien friend yes it's like nub or something (laughs) (laughs) i'm not sure yeah something something like nub or whatever um not sure yeah all right, well, do you well, want to talk about the, the Ewoks? I was going to say, before we transition, yeah. uh, we did get a question oh, that's about right. Jabba's About Palace. Jabba's Palace. Yeah, let's hit up um, this question. Yeah, this is a question from at the Time Hog, uh, and I quote, Why did George Lucas think it was a good idea to include that weird song in Jabba's Castle with the CGI lip alien? So, <laughs> um, so I was thinking about this before we started recording. Mm-hmm. And I think my answer basically is, this is the movie that they changed the least stuff in. Mm-hmm. There's this, in like, you know, if the whole concept of like the special edition is like new stuff that people can see in theaters that's all new or whatever. Yeah. Then like, maybe Lucas was like, what are we going to add? <laughs> yeah. What are we going to do? Because it's like, I really can't, like, even, a lot of the missteps of the prequels, I like, I mean, it's, uh, you know, Auteur Theory is, is flawed at best, right? But like... You know, I can at least point and be like, okay, like, there's, there's, like, a reasoning behind this. Mm-hmm. And I can, like, see the logic of it, even if I don't think it's executed well or... But, like, that scene, it's just like, yeah, I don't know. Like, yeah. what is... This doesn't serve any point in this movie. Mm-hmm. Yeah, no, now I'm just thinking, like, yeah, things could have been so much worse. Like, if there was CGI, like, you know... Ewoks climbing up trees mm. or you know like things could have yeah. been worse um and I do I do hate this song I hate this part um I've actually never seen this version I always watch the the right. VHS tape so this is yeah. the first time seeing it. To, isn't there um, like a different song kind of like it's a well, lot it's, shorter it's more just like you know like in the first one with like the cantina band like it's they're kind of just right. playing some jazzy music right um some jizz <laughs> i said jazz but they are called jizz whalers <laughs> um, nah, star wars is bad anyway continue <laughs> um but like i think yeah you're yike with the twilight like dying like the soundtrack to that is this horrible song. Yeah, um, it's not great. Stuff. So I do really hate it. Um, but I am I am appreciating that it could have been worse. Yeah. No. And the thing is, it's really like the only like I think New Hope has like several moments. Mm-hmm. One there's the there's the no that's added at the end of this, which isn't great, but doesn't. Yeah. This is the one thing. Oh that yeah. Like, yeah. I don't like that either. I don't like that's it either. That's pretty bad. But. Yeah, that's upsetting. Yeah. I forgot about that. Yeah, it's, uh, I mean, the thing is, I, I don't feel like it killed the moment in mm-hmm. the way that this did, that, like, the, that this song did, you know? Yeah. But also, this wasn't as bad as I remember it being, so, I don't know. But maybe I'm, like, yeah, maybe all the stuff I'm just tensing up, oh, this could be bad, and then it's like, oh, <laughs> that was pretty bad, but it wasn't horrible. <laughs> right? Yeah, I don't know. So. Yeah, let's... Let's just say it could have been worse. Could have been worse. Yeah, mm-hmm. I don't think it. I don't think George Lucas thought it was a good idea. Basically, <laughs> I think he just thought it was an idea. It was an idea, <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> and it stuck. Mm-hmm. 
Um, so, yeah, let's talk about Ewoks are weird. Yeah, another idea. Right. Um, so because, like, so I like what the Ewoks do in the latter parts of this movie mm-hmm. because um, the Ewoks, like, obviously they serve this, like, machine versus man dynamic or machine versus nature. Yeah. Right? That, like, the Empire is undone because they didn't anticipate, like, these, you know, um, like, people with less, way less technology would be yeah. able to beat them. And, like, mm-hmm. you know, and they're they're clever and smart and, like, manage to outwit the Imperial Troopers a lot. And they seem to do so, like, on their own terms with their own agency. Like, yeah. we talked, I mean, we talked a little bit about before recording how the Rebels don't really feel like an imperialistic force in this movie. Yeah, they don't, they don't barge in being like, don't you know you're all in danger? Like, right. we need, you know, you need to help us and yeah. all stuff like they kind of just, you know, after they, like, hear the story, they're like, right. oh, well, like, we're in danger. We will help you. <laughs> right. When I think, like, I don't, I mean, I guess you you don't know what happens to them after this movie, mm-hmm. you know? Well, we could watch, you know, the those Ewok movies. I think that... those are before this, though. Oh. I, I got magic in them. Star Wars is weird. <laughs> um, I just know Caravan of Courage. Uh, I just know that Is they it, get pretty dark. Yeah, the first one, so they rescue this whole family mm-hmm. at the end of the first one, and the second one opens with that entire family except the little girl protagonist getting killed. Nice. Um, so, Oh, yeah. spe- I mean... It's a lot. There's, speaking of dark, there's, like, a moment where, like, one of the Ewoks gets killed, and, like... It's a good beat. Oh, yeah, their buddy just, like, comes over and, like, tries to get him back up. And, yeah. And then, like, lays down with them, and it's so sad. Yeah, well, I think, like, that's the thing is, like... I mean, actually, Warwick Davis is really good. Oh, yeah. And this, like... And everyone's really expressive. Like, that mm-hmm. scene with him and Leia... Mm-hmm. Um, oh, bless. ...is very, like... And actually, it's it's a really good Leia moment because... Oh, yeah, no. I mean, yeah, you go off on this. <laughs> she, this is your... It's so good. And Leia would be such a good leader mm-hmm. yeah. uh, because she, like, meets this new creature and she, like, you know, is trying to, like, figure it out and, like, is talking gently, you know, to him, like, does because he's clearly nervous and scared of her um, and stuff, but she, like, does not condescend to him um, or any of the Ewoks, and she, like you know, defers to their expertise and, like, you know, like, listens to them and, like, you know, um, she's just very respectful of all the Ewoks and, uh, she's a good person. <laughs> yeah, when I think it's, like, so I, I really like, yeah, I really like all that stuff. I like the stuff with Leia. Um, I like how, like, yeah, there isn't this assumption of, like, yeah. the Ewoks being, like, bad or, like, sort of, mm-hmm. oh, we're better than you. Yeah. You know, but there are still some, like, weird yeah. things. Like, I don't know, like, like sort of that, so they go find the Ewoks and the Ewoks tie them up and whatnot. Mm-hmm. Um, and then, like, they figure out that they're going to burn them and feed them to Leia. <laughs> <laughs> um, Why don't they gonna, they'll feed them to 3PO. Oh, it's the 3PO, because 3PO's the A god. god. <laughs> right. Uh, yeah. <laughs> Yeah. Um, and I'm just not, I don't know, like, I just don't know how I feel about... It's a little rough. It's, yeah. I just feel like, I mean, at least, like, it's not as bad as the prequels because there's not this, like, weird, you know, parallels to, like, racist caricature mm-hmm. and stuff, um, right? But it also just feel like, like, there's sort of an element of, like, oh, like, you know, the 
the dashing adventurers discover like this hidden land where all yeah. the people are still primitive or you know mm-hmm. and it's just kind of like Ooh. and um you know and obviously there's a moment where like luke lifts up c-3po and they freak out and yeah it's just a little bit like mm-hmm. okay like yeah i d- there's one beat i like in this though mm-hmm. where han they tied up Han, and he's like, <laughs> and there's just the one Ewok who's like singing a little song. Yeah, he's like, like as he's doing it, as he's like putting the you know the wood underneath Han to burn him alive, and like I think that is like, I mean, I I wish you know I wish this stuff wasn't in the movie. Really, I feel like they're I don't know, but I like that beat. Yeah, it's funny. Yeah, they're just doing their own thing right also in that i think han like tries to blow out the fire <laughs> yeah i know he does it's yeah. very good it's extremely love han my yeah also man that's a good scene for luke too because he's like being trying to be all like manipulative and right. stuff and like using the force like obviously you know he was like just trying to get them out of like not being burned right. but like his face in that when he's like you should lie to them and tell yeah. them these things right and he's like you know been like really like smooth and sneaky mm-hmm. and just yeah. like yeah you can see that darkness right mm-hmm. and i think that's like yeah like the way i think the way the movie plays with that is really really interesting mm-hmm. um and i think like i don't know i think even much more than revenge of the sith in many ways I think this movie gets at the appeal of the dark side. Yeah. I mean, like, it's still such a weird abstract concept, and I wish I wish we would tie it more directly to real-world evils, mm-hmm. you know? Um, but, like, I mean, yeah, like, let's just go ahead and get into this. Because the pitch the Emperor makes to mm-hmm. Luke in the throne room scene is basically just nihilism. Yeah. He's basically just like, listen, your friends are going to die. Mm-hmm. Like, this rebel effort is a failure because it's destined to be, right? Yeah. Like, I have foreseen that this will all be destroyed. Yep. The only way out of this is embracing this philosophy, mm-hmm. right? And, like, that, I, I find that, like, pitch, like, very, like, it's basically just, like, he just wants Luke to give it to anger and despair. Yeah. Right? Yeah, no, and it's very good later, um... When Vader's like, oh, well, then maybe if you won't join us, then maybe I can, you know, get your sister to do it. Right. And it's like, yeah, like, there's always the opportunity for, like, you know, for just everything to fail. And, like, the people that you care about to, you know, for things to go bad. And, yeah, it feels very different than, like, Revenge of the Sith, where it's, like, yeah, it's also about, like like predestined like tragedy and stuff but it's like wrapped up in the dreams and like you know how they like came true in you know attack of the clones and kind you know this thing it like feels much it's on this grander scale yeah um Mm -hmm. whereas this like feels like more personal it does yeah when i feel like you you understand the stakes of the relationship better Mm -hmm. you know um, and I think this is especially like that that little scene where Luke talks to Vader in like the oh my gosh Imperial base does a lot of work. It's so um, good. And I, it's very good. Yeah, I literally would just like go on YouTube and watch that scene uh, in my free time. Yeah, because it's very very good. Well, it's very good. I I mean I love. There's lots of beats that I really like. I love 
And I like when Vader says that name has no meaning for me, like the mm. Anakin Skywalker. Yeah. And I think particularly with the with the reference of um Revenge of the Sith that like Anakin like, like that name represents a lot of things, especially things that like he is deeply ashamed of. Yeah. Right? I mean like yeah, Anakin, like, didn't save his mom. Right. And, like, killed his wife. Yeah. And, you know, <laughs> and stuff. And, but then, like, since he's been Darth Vader, uh, he's been extra and edgy and super powerful. Right. And, and there's this sort of a notion that he's, like, has control. Yeah. Over... Finally. Right, yeah. That, like, so much of, so much of the movies and the conflict of, in him in the prequels is, like, that he has, like, no sense of control over mm-hmm. his life and that he makes, like... You know, he's very emotional, but doesn't know how to channel or, like, how to deal with those emotions in a healthy way. Yeah. And, like, all the Jedi Order can tell him is to, you know, Forget rejoice. It. Like, yeah, shut up and, and rejoice, right? Mm-hmm. Um, and so, like, I think that, like, that, yeah, that transition to Vader makes sense in that context and makes sense in this movie that, like, the Emperor gives him, like, a role mm-hmm. and a place where he has power and purpose mm-hmm. in a way that, like, lets him concretely influence the world. Yeah. Because there's also this frustration, right, <laughs> in in 2, especially, where he's like, I wish we were fascist because <laughs> cause then we get things done, you know? Yeah. But that's, a, that's an understandable yeah. instinct, right? Mm-hmm. Um, I mean, I don't say that justifies anything <laughs> that he did, uh, but... Yeah. yeah. No, for sure. One I, uh, man, okay. Uh, so I also love, and I'm trying to remember the exact arc of the scene. I love this moment where Vader says, it is too late for me. Mm-hmm. Right? Oh, yeah. Like, I think that's. Yeah. It was like, Luke is like, there's still good in you. Like, you can, you can right. change. And so. And, yeah, and then he says that. Right. And I, I think that's, I don't know. And that's, that's, I mean, there's kind of two moments in the scene that like indicate like Vader could go the other way, mm-hmm. you know? Um, and that's the first one. And I think like that, like there's an, and I think this is actually plays out in Empire a little bit as well, because when, because like, but does he, I try to remember, does Vader say like we can overthrow the emperor? Or does he just say we can rule the galaxy as father and son? I think, yeah, I think he just says that. Okay. Because I think there's some level of, like, yeah, that, like, he is aware of the control the Emperor has on over him. Mm-hmm. You know? Yeah, well, I think and, that's like, also... Because we both like this moment, and I'm just thinking about it in, in context of this conversation, um, where Vader senses Luke, that Luke has come to Endor... Right. And the emperor uh, is not able to sense him mm-hmm. and stuff. And I think, yeah, that's just, yeah, the emperor like has control over him, but like Vader is still, yeah, like his own person with right. these connections to people. Well, that's sort of the thing is that like the emperor. I mean, the whole thing is the emperor overestimates his ability to control the situation. Yeah. Mm-hmm. That he's like, you know, I have like everything set up and everything's perfect, mm-hmm. but he like basically underestimates like what love can do yeah the power of the love the power of love but also like yeah that like i mean the we already talked about this with the ewoks right that like the ewoks like that's not a threat to like an imperial force mm-hmm. right but it is because they're playing a different game yeah. they're like operating on a different rule of battle mm-hmm. than like the empire will ever be able to yeah and like that you know determines <sighs> so this change good. and so like that i think that like 
I don't know, like, I really like the Emperor's arrogance mm-hmm. here. Yeah. And I think it, yeah, I think it plays into some oh, of the themes so, of this movie really it's good. it's so good. Well, I think that's sort of, I mean, like, I don't know, I feel like, you know, fascism is, is pretty arrogant, right? <laughs> yeah. By nature, it's very, like, if I, you know, if the people I like can control everything, mm-hmm. then, you know, I think this will be good for me, I guess. I don't really know what, like, uh, the end goal of... No, but, <laughs> but like, is. it's just such a good moment where he's, like goading luke on and he's like he's like strike me down yeah. and just like telling him to kill him and then well, finally like luke loses it and tries to strike but then like vader just like sticks in his lightsaber like to yeah. stop it easy peasy and there's yeah. like that great shot where the lightsabers are crossed like in front of the emperor's yeah. face and he's just like laughing right um, why well, i love how like basically like again we talked about this a little already but basically the emperor's like you can't do anything mm-hmm. like if you resist me you're playing into my hands because you're not doing any... I mean, you're playing into my hands because you'll kill me and become part of the dark side, yeah. right? You'll join... You'll <laughs> effectively join me. <laughs> but if you don't kill me, then you're not doing anything to stop me. <laughs> and you won't be able to, like, you know, right? And yeah. so he's, like, caught in this bind, <laughs> right, between, like... You know, and I, I think, like... I mean, part of what Vader does, ultimately, is, like, there's a third way. There's a way out, yeah. right? Mm-hmm. Um, but, I, yeah, I really like... The way, like, it's not so much that, like, oh, the dark side has a philosophy that makes sense, mm-hmm. but, like, the emotion of it makes sense. Like, yeah. the emotion of just, like, I can't do anything without destroying what I, you know, yeah. what I love, mm-hmm. right? Is, like, really affecting, yeah. I think. Uh, this just reminds me that, because, like, this movie is about, Luke basically, basically has two paths. Like, he can follow the path that his father took and go to the dark side. Right. Or he can change that and you know stay good um and i just think it's so interesting because this movie like tells us the culmination of those two paths right Right. yoda tells him that to you know that he's not a jedi yet and in order to become a jedi he needs to face vader right uh or as the emperor says you know strike me down and your journey to the dark side will be complete Mm -hmm. yeah and i just think yeah, it's so interesting. Like you said, the dark side is just like about destroying things, like in the face of powerlessness. Right. Um, whereas, like, you know, the Jedi in this, you know, we've harped on them in like other movies, but in this movie, like it says, you know, being a Jedi is like facing something that's really difficult and like right, facing yeah. what's it like the difficulty inside of you yeah well i feel like that there is a little complexity there because i think there's some interest like both the jedi and the sith are sort of very preoccupied with destiny mm-hmm. and the way things are meant to go and even like you know when like obi-wan's like hey you need to kill vader yeah and luke is like no i can't like he's still good and like obi-wan's like well <laughs> that's it yes, I like, can't, can't, can't help yeah, yeah. Like you, we've already lost now it's true you know no i do think like yeah luke is like you know we can we'll get into this mm-hmm, probably yeah. in the last jedi but like yeah luke is kind of between these two parties and like you know he gets to make his own choice right well i think that that's that's part of i mean yeah i don't know if i want to well let, let's just get into it because this is something i think i'm really interested in because um, we talked about previously a lot of Star Wars is about cycles, about like even the, you know, the very first thing in Star Wars, like based on Joseph Campbell, like the monomyth, which is like, you know, overstated. It's not like this myth is everywhere to be found in every culture. Right. But like, mm-hmm. it's this idea, like these are stories that will be told 
over and over again yeah. and like you know restructured right um and so sort of like for the jedi which was like the end of the series until force awakens right mm-hmm. like where does it leave us in a place where the cycle begins anew yeah or does it leave us in a place where a new something new begins yeah and i'm kind of convinced that where it leaves us is the second you know is mm-hmm. that it brings something new right um, and I, I keep thinking about the image at the end of Return of the Jedi where it's a similar, very similar shot to A New Hope, right? Mm-hmm. And it's like, you know, Luke's uncle and, you know, Aunt May and... Aunt Peru. Aunt Peru and Uncle, uncle May. Owen. <laughs> yeah, <exactly. laughs> uncle Owen. Um, Makes you know, looking at... And then you see these two sons and I think that's sort of the central image, mm-hmm. right? Is like something else is dawning like yeah. there is some other thing that is being created yeah um in this moment like in luke being given yeah, I mean, another chance if we right? don't want to get like like really analyze the text itself mm-hmm. um yeah. you know luke like has the funeral and like burns vader's body right uh at, and it's nighttime right yeah. it's like not we're not seeing these images like of the sun and like you know things dawning it's like right it's and you know night yeah. has fallen and like right. it's ended leaving space for something else yeah like i think like i just think that that's so like i think that's sort of the thing is that like luke ultimately in a real way rejects being a jedi yeah and rejects being vader yeah you know and like, because like, yeah, like what Obi Wan tells him to do is also the same thing Yoda yeah, told, told him to do. Yeah, right. Is like you need to kill this person you love mm-hmm. because otherwise there's no way out. Yeah. Right. And like, and I don't know. I don't know if this is like a practical, you know. <laughs> <laughs> but like, I do think that like, what Luke sees is there's a different way. Yeah. There's another way. Mm-hmm. Right. And that that way, like, the way of the Jedi and the way of the Sith will inevitably lead to the same things happening mm-hmm. again. Yeah, so what do you make of it then when Luke says, I am a Jedi like my father before me? That's a good question. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, I don't know if I have because a good answer to that. Yeah. I, in I mean, that, it doesn't, it seems like he's not rejecting like the whole concept well, yeah, of being of a Jedi. Part of it is that Luke doesn't know better. <laughs> <laughs> Yes, yeah, he hasn't read the sacred texts. Right, he he never read the sacred texts. But also he, he you know, was, wasn't... But I think, like, I guess the way I would read that line... But I think you're right, it does poke up a little bit of a hole in that. Mm-hmm. Um, particularly, and, like, yeah, it depends, like, how much do you take Force Awakens? Yeah. Because that just, like, completely erodes this idea I have, you know? Because, like, oh, cycle starts again. <laughs> you know? Well, Not, like, ten years after. I mean, it's more than ten years, I don't yeah. remember. Yeah, because... Everybody's old. Yeah. Yeah, Kylo um, Ren's like 30 years old. That's Well, I mean, I don't know if he's supposed to be that old. No, he is. The, oh, he is? Yeah, he's like 29. Man, kid needs a therapist. <laughs> yeah, he, he ain't a kid. <laughs> I mean, no, exactly. <laughs> yeah. Um, yeah, I think it's this kind of appeal to like common humanity that mm-hmm. like, I don't know. I mean, I also feel like the thing is he says that. He says, like, like my father before me. But, like, Vader chose differently. Yeah. No, it's know? true. And so, like, I think maybe in some ways he's leaving, leaves that open to Vader. Mm-hmm. Right? Because, like, and then I think in the moment when 
he throws the Emperor over the side. Yeah. Like, that's when he becomes a Jedi like Luke is. Mm-hmm. You know, it's this very, like... I mean, yeah. again, it's a cyclical, like, this sort of circular reflective thing, right? Yeah. But yeah, I think I'm not saying my read on this is perfect. Yeah, There's no. always holes. It's just, it's, that's a very good line. It's very good, yeah. Mm-hmm. Well, I also just, I think, like, such a good beat in this is when... So, you know, Luke is cut off Vader's hand. Oh. And, like... <sighs> And the Emperor's like, yeah, strike him down and, like, become my apprentice or whatever. I love this movie. And, <laughs> um, and like, he just looks and, you, you know, there's a shot just of Vader's, mm-hmm. like, hand, yeah. like, gone. And you see, like, the wiring and the circuitry. Mm-hmm. And there's sort of this, like, they're, like, there's obviously this parallel between mm-hmm. him and Luke, right? That Luke yeah. also lost his hand and had it replaced with the machine, mm-hmm. right? And I think there's just this moment where, like, like... Almost like, yeah, like, again, sort of what we were just talking about, that, like, Anakin had this moment where he stood on the precipice Mm -hmm. between two places and chose one thing. And, like, he is still, like, that person, like, Luke is still in this moment and can make a different choice. And he sees, like, Vader's humanity. Yeah. Like, almost, like, through the machinery. Yeah. Right? Mm -hmm. Um, And then, like, you know tosses away the lightsaber yeah it's well this is yeah because i'm think i was thinking like by when he you know cuts off vader's hand and like sees inside it's like he sees the good in vader and the bad in himself right yeah right and it allows him to choose the good which is something like i think that's something very interesting about this movie and star wars in general is that like the only time people talk about conflict... Right, this is a really good point. Mm-hmm, ...is in, it like, conflict offers a way to get rid of hate and, like, to, like, reconcile with the dark side, right? People never say, like, oh, like, I sense the conflict in you. I mean, like, kind of, like you know, the Emperor kind of a little bit. Um, but, like, people are like, oh, oh, like, you're conflicted, so come to the dark side. Right. It's like, you're conflicted. And you can choose, like, to face that darkness. Right. And, like, choose the light. Like, you don't yeah. have to give in. There's, like, still... I mean, like... Right, well, I think that's... that's... like, Padme says this and Ray says this, you know. Yeah. Color mm-hmm. It's, like, you know, like, the good is still in people. Yeah. Even when they're conflicted and, like, they have a choice. Right. Well, I think there's something... Um, I'm sort of speaking to that, like... I think, you know, the appeal that Limper makes is basically, you are already this. You yeah. are already evil. It's true. Like, you just have to, like, do the one thing that'll flip you over. Yeah. Right? And so then, like... The... On it, I mean, also, that's what Snoke does to Kylo Ren. Yeah. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah, so, like, conflict is always portrayed, like, as an opportunity for growth. Yeah. I think. Mm-hmm. Well, that's sort of the thing, is that the light side is, like, yes, you are are like yes there is evil in you mm-hmm. but that is not all you are yeah right that there is like more to and i think that's part of like i mean i was just thinking about how like yeah like how do we you know i mean well i think it's something we should get into a little bit more but like it's kind of weird that like yeah like vader killed you know basically like was complicit in a genocide mm-hmm. right um, maybe multiple, Yeah. you know, like this is a galactic scale of oppression we're talking about here. Yeah. Right. And like, and he kind of gets like, he gets his force ghost. Yeah. Yeah. You know? Um, right. But I, 
I think that's like I guess like how I would sort of be like this is why this is like this is a movie it's not about like Vader's not a real person <laughs> he represents something about ourselves and yeah. about like you know mm-hmm. like the, these these movies are all like about internal conflicts yeah and they're just given like mythic scale so yeah. that they become par- parables mm-hmm. right yeah and it's like yeah there are three ways to deal with it like as the movies say yeah, right it's yeah. like you know, like nothing matters so just like give in to right. like your darkest feelings mm-hmm. and then like nothing matters <laughs> so like be at peace right and like don't worry yeah about like negative things but then right. like in the middle i feel and i feel like this is what luke does it's like things matter and people matter and like you can choose to love and like you know and like recognize that there's like bad but those are also good right yeah well, I think, like, that's, I mean, I think the, I mean, even though, like, we're not super hot on Empire Strikes Back, mm-hmm. but, like, the scene in the cave is still really good. Yeah. And, like, that's a moment, I think, that, like, yeah, like, we, I think it's, yeah, I mean, something that I think also, like, the way sort of Revenge of the Sith, like, kind of, I mean, I don't know, maybe not, but I feel like it kind of forces you to think about, like, what, like, what would it take for Anakin to not go to the dark side because there's a mm-hmm. lot of moments and it spends a lot of time dwelling on these like tipping points yeah right and so i think like that there's sort of this recognition that like yeah like i mean i think it's the recognition luke makes at the end of this movie is like i could be like vader mm-hmm. but i'm choosing not to be yeah but i still am like him yeah right i still am like him but i don't have to do right i don't have to make the choices yeah like that i think that just feels like such a compelling um thing like that he hold on i'm just worried about the uh, sound here um that he really has this like yeah this like understanding of self and that's the, there's a wholeness to where luke is at at the mm-hmm. end of this because like you know in 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 new hope and empire strikes back he's always seeking something else and like trying to like become stronger become a jedi or like leave tatooine you know, become mm-hmm. a pilot, right? There's always, like, this out there, right? And at the end of Return of the Jedi, he is, like, at peace with himself. Yeah. And I think that's a really, like, cool place. Yeah, our, our gay son is out of the closet, and he's proud. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Confronted he's... his dad. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Yeah, no, I... And so I think that's, like, what... Um, like, I don't think this is... I still think, like... A New Hope is the technically strongest yeah. of these movies. Um, but, like, this is a movie that thematically, like, brings a lot of them together. Mm-hmm. And also, I think, like, you know, it they, they become... They're movies about a lot of things, and they, like, become about a lot of different things. And there's obviously... I, like, I'm kind of a sucker for this stuff. I really like the way the scene with Vader plays with, like, Christian mm-hmm. themes and sort of the son redeeming the father. And, like, it's... Yeah. I don't know. There's, like... I know there's, like, a deeper reading of that, um, but I think it's really interesting mm-hmm. and, and beautiful. I'm sort of, like, I'm, like, even though, like, I'm skeptical of the way we use, like, redemption mm-hmm. with stuff. I mean, especially with, like, I mean, this is, like, not the same thing, but, like, with Louis C.K.'s, like, starting to make mm-hmm. run the circuit again. It's, like, that's not, like, he never made any kind of restitution, yeah. right? Um, but, like, I, I am also, like, very interested in redemption stories, mm-hmm. and particularly in 
the ways we like find redemption like for ourselves because i think like i don't know just in, in my life and my personal experience like i've spent a lot of time and energy like trying to destroy myself and like be act self-destructive and like what return of the jedi does in some ways um is give us a way out of that self-destruction mm-hmm. and i think that's like super beautiful and good yeah i mean this is what i'm talking about where like if people like when people say this movie's bad and like do you not have a heart? <laughs> like, <laughs> like yeah. I'm not sure what reasons there are to love Star Wars, like, beyond, you know, if you don't care about what it says about, like, love and change and growth. Yeah, the thing is, though, that I, I don't know if people really... I mean, I don't want to be, like, the masses don't <laughs> understand. And I think, I think in some level we do, because I think, I don't know, my optimistic read is that these movies are popular because they resonate with us because mm-hmm. they say something to us about ourselves. Um, and I hope that's true. Um, mm-hmm. I certainly believe that. Uh, but I also think like, that, yeah, like I don't, people are invested in star Wars for different reasons than that. Mm-hmm. And like, I don't think people, you know, people aren't trained to like read films mm-hmm. and like understand film. And like, I'm not, I'm not saying that as like, that's their fault or that they're bad or anything like that. I just don't think, you know, like, yeah. Yes. You're a more generous person than I. (laughs) Yeah. Yeah. But the thing is I say, I, I say things like that, man. Like I, you know, I read this review of cloud Atlas where like, Oh, this is sentimental (laughs) troll up. And I'm like, you must be a miserable human being. (laughs) Like there, there are, you know, there are good reasons to not like cloud Atlas. Mm -hmm. Uh, for example, the racism, (laughs) (laughs) I mean, it's, yeah, okay, I don't want to get into Cloud Atlas, but, like, there are, there are good reasons to dislike that movie. One of them, if you were, like, that's, I can't take it, so sentimental, I'm just, like, you must be a horrible person to be with. <laughs> because we need, we need, we need, the thing is, I genuinely believe this, like, that we need stories about love, we need yeah. stories about redemption, we need stories that are about, like, like, you know basic human things mm-hmm. that like are yeah like are maybe sentimental or like silly or like seem you know but really like have truth because the thing is like we need more love mm-hmm. and we need like real love and not like i feel like people use it in a very like reductive way where it's like oh like you know like loving people means letting nazis have a public platform or <laughs> you know whatever right like that's not yeah. what i'm saying but like that like real love like stands up for people and protects them mm-hmm. and like fights against like real evil and like yeah. we need stories that like encourage us and give us the strength to do that and i like yeah i don't know if star wars like has been that for a lot of people but i think it's been that for me yeah and that's something so too mm-hmm. yeah i certainly have real love for you <laughs> thank you emma i love you too <laughs> yeah well now we've kissed on the podcast so <laughs> Um, oh, okay. I also really love the removal of the suit at the end. Yeah. Where, like, yeah, Vader becomes, like, turns from machine into man again. Yes. And it's very good. Ugh, it's so good. Yeah, I love... He's so, he's so weak. Yeah, well, I think that's, that's sort of the thing is, yeah, like, he's, he's, yeah, he's weak and old. He's not, you know, the sort of this, this upkeep has power has, like, kept him... You know, but as soon as he lets that go, he's, like, unable to mm-hmm. continue. Yeah. Also, the Emperor electrocuted him a bunch. <laughs> yeah. Um, but, yeah. Like, 
I just think that, like, yeah. I also, you know, the thing is, we talked a little bit earlier about, yeah, like, maybe Vader being redeemed is, like, a little weird. But he also does, like, die. Yeah. He doesn't, like, get to, like, be part of the Rebel Alliance. Yeah, he doesn't get a second or, like, chance. Yeah, or, like, Luke doesn't at, come back like, with, with his, his dad. Like, with his kids. Right, and is like, hey, like, Vader's here, that's cool, right? <laughs> like, that yeah. doesn't get to happen. Mm-hmm. And, like, that, you know, feels appropriate right yeah it's like kind of the idea you have to like descend in order to transcend yeah right like he doesn't get to return in glory no but like he does Mm -hmm. get peace yeah and i think that like that that's like good distinction Mm -hmm. um and i think yeah that's one of those things that like makes it valuable like yeah i think like i don't know like making things right in our lives and with ourselves like very rarely means like people coming to us and applauding us and like making yeah. things, but like it or does... like returning things to how they used to be. Right, that like things often like yeah, the you know the stuff we do like sometimes like we cannot repair what has been done, mm-hmm. but like we can, you know, find peace and and help other people find peace mm-hmm. and move on. Right, and like that's yeah, it's a good movie. <laughs> it is a good movie. Um, yeah, I don't. I kind of wish we. I mean, I want to talk a little bit more about the other stuff. Mm-hmm. Um, like, I like the three level action scene that's going. Like, you've got like the intercut oh, yeah. from. I think it's all really well. No, paced. I think it's really good, and I actually uh, care. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> because for me, it's like so hard to just like watch these scenes, even like in New Hope, which is basically a perfect movie. Um, <laughs> and so, like, it's so hard for me to just yeah. like watch these battle scenes. Um, but yeah, the stuff like going on in the throne room is like really powerful and good yeah. um well we've spent basically stuff... like half the podcast just talking about that yeah, yeah. It's, it's very good um like the stuff in space is like you know maybe the hardest for me to fall but like you know we got lando cruising we got akbar like it's a fun time oh yeah we should uh okay one thing we should talk about actually um we should talk about the a-wing like crashing a super star destroyer Oh. I feel like it's a big moment. <laughs> and I feel like it, I don't know, like, I think a lot of this, a lot of people read this movie as, like, this plea for nonviolence. And I don't think that's exactly what's going on in this movie. <laughs> I mean, part of it is, like, the, the, the stakes are very simplistic, you know? Mm-hmm. But, like, yeah, like, I don't know. There's, like, this real, there's a real sense of cost and, like, of war. And, yeah. like, people, you know, die and like are killed and yeah, like that's many not... bothans died many... to bring us yeah. this information rogue too many bothans was the joke that we made <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> i'm sorry <laughs> <laughs> watching this movie yeah um but uh that like yeah like that that cost is real and like that's some like i don't know i think and actually, Force Awakens complicates this, too, mm-hmm. because, like, we end up, like, the opening Force Awakens, like, we're pretty much at the same place that we were. Yeah. Especially, like, at the midway point where they blow up the whole Republic with their giant <laughs> Death Star. Yeah. It's, yeah. Mm, that movie didn't need a Death Star. It really no. doesn't. Just keep the Skywalker MacGuffin. Anyway, it's yeah. fine. Yeah. That's okay. We're not here to talk about that movie. Yet. Yeah, we will be next, next week, though. Mm-hmm. Which I'm excited about. Um, yeah, I, uh, the thing is, I, I feel like, yeah, I guess that's one thing that you could say negative about this movie is like that the, I really think this stuff with Vader in the throne room is really rich, Mm -hmm. really compelling. 
really great. I love I love the circles in the throne room. That's mm-hmm. very good. You love circles. I mean, well, they I think they just serve interesting. They do interesting things in yeah. these movies. Um, you know, arbitrary circles like these are intentional circles. <laughs> Um, he likes circles with purpose. Uh, circles with purpose. Shapes with purpose. Shapes with a purpose. Mm-hmm. Uh, welcome to my video essay. Yeah. <laughs> oh no! <laughs> what have I done? <laughs> yeah, I'm starting it next week. You can tune into Circles and Star Wars. The stuff with shapes with, with the purpose. <laughs> um, oh man, I completely lost my chain of thought. Um, no. on that you were saying the throne room is rich the room is rich and like is, i don't what, i guess i feel like i think you had a critique oh yeah i was movie. just gonna say the rest of the movie like doesn't quite feel like up to like i like yeah. the han and leia stuff it's mm-hmm. sweet i like the ewok stuff kind of at least sort yeah. of it's fun yeah and enjoyable and like yeah and like, it ties into matter like, yeah but like yeah it's just yeah i mean it took up half our podcast like there's just one part of this movie that is like extremely deep and beautiful yeah uh, and the rest is is good and fun right yeah and i think that someone someone could say that and that's like fair mm-hmm. it's fair although I, I still think like yeah i still think the job is seen as like oh yeah really important you can't take movie. that out you can't you really can't Mm-mm. you cannot take it out Mm-mm-mm. um also uh i know the world building here makes like zero sense i love the droid torture room <laughs> Like, a lot. I think it's very good. Mm. Like, it's very... And, like, the thing is that, like, yeah, like, this stuff is established more to, like, set mood. Mm-hmm. And, like, yeah, like, how, how do droids, like, experience pain? Like, that makes no yeah. sense. But, like, Star Wars has always been a more... I mean, like, it's true about every, like, most fiction, I guess. It's about the emotions. But it's, like, it's like Star Wars isn't... I don't know. I don't know. I'm just trying to think, though. Because, like, I, f- I don't want to fall into the... Because I think for a while I was like, the world building in Harry Potter doesn't really matter. Because it's not what the stories are about. And on some level, I still agree with that. But also goblins. Ugh. Also why, house elves. Why does everything have to be racist? Because <laughs> too many right, white people write things. Yeah. Without thinking about or consulting anybody else. <laughs> anyway. Um, you know, so... But, like, I do think that, yeah, like, that's a, that's a moment that, like, it's about setting mood and making something. Yeah. And I think it's good. Yeah, that's fair. Anyway, so I think that's the end of our loose thoughts. I don't know. I, yeah, we've discovered, or I've discovered again, because I, I was, like, thinking, like, I might, like, I don't know. I was just open. Mm-hmm. I was suspecting I would like the prequels more this time around, and I definitely did. Mm-hmm. Um, but I also could have come out of this being like, you know what, Star Wars, not good. Yeah. Uh, and I have not. Mm-hmm. I like all these movies a lot. I mm-hmm. at least have, I mean, except Phantom Menace, maybe. Yeah. I have affection on some level for all of them, though. Mm-hmm. And I like Star Wars, and that's just who I am. Yep. And we all have to accept that. <laughs> I did. It was in our vows. <laughs> <laughs> it was not in our vows. <laughs> Being the record, it was not in our vows. Anyway, um, so we are hosted by the Abnormal Mapping Podcast Network. Thank you. Can, yeah. Which, Thanks for being patient. <laughs> yeah, for real. We're so sorry that we got this episode out so late. We're going to try and finish our Star Wars stuff during October. Mm-hmm. And then we'll do our fall month yeah, we're getting, in November. Getting to the next season. Yep. Um, and then we'll just do something else for winter. Mm-hmm. Stay tuned. Um, yeah, so you can find Abnormal Mapping at abnormalmapping.com. And on Patreon at patreon.com slash normal mapping. Mm-hmm. It's so great. Uh, yeah, I'll just do a little plug. For $1 a month, you can listen to them talk about giant robots, about anime, Gundam. Nice. And uh, 
yeah, I have neither watched Gundam nor listened to this podcast, but I'm sure it rules <laughs> because I hear both of those things are good. Uh, you can find us at Seasons Movie Pod on Twitter, um, at, well, seasonspod at gmail.com mm-hmm. if you want to send us questions. Yeah, please send us questions. Thank you to at the time hog. Uh, I check both of the, both the Twitter account and the email uh, fairly regularly. So feel free to send us stuff. Yeah, and send us questions about... Yeah, so we're going to be watching Force Awakens next week. Yes, we are. Last Jedi the week following, and then Rogue One will be our grand finale, <laughs> which is kind of weird, uh, but whatever. I'm excited. I'm excited, too. Uh, and so, yeah, so we'll be watching all those movies. Uh, so if you have any questions about any of them, mm-hmm. send to us, and we will put them on the shelf. The previous ones. Yeah. Yeah, even previous stuff, too. We mm-hmm. will answer those questions. Um, you can also find us at Abnormal mapping.com slash seasons movie pod yep. where you can see the wonderful little drawings that emma does for each thank episode thank you baby no I, I work hard i try they're very good uh you can find me at jacob.benfell on twitter and you can find me at you of whales the letter u and whales the aquatic mammal I think that's it from us. Thank you so much for tuning in. Thank you so much. I I love doing this podcast. I do too. Every time we record, it's like we need to do this more often because it's a lot of fun. Mm-hmm. It's just hard to find. I don't know. Well, we, we'll get better at it. We'll be more consistent. Yeah, that's our first go around. Yeah. Anyway, thank you all for tuning in. We love you. Please uh, be good. <laughs> um, fight fascism. <laughs> Use the conflict in you to grow. Yeah. That's a good one. All right. We'll see y'all later. Thank you so much. Bye.